Hi, it's Tap Corner. Thanks for tuning in today to the Forish Success Podcast, an inspirational program about overcoming the I'm Too Small mindset, redefining success, and growing your lifestyle business legacy without fear. And now, here's your host, my beautiful wife and Christian business mentor, Katie Horner. Who are the greatest queens in history? What made them so great? I would submit that they were women just like you who also led movements. They led, they loved, they battled, they conquered, they changed history for their people. They were the good queens. Each year, I get to walk hand in hand with a small group of queens to help you be the leader of your movement, to create your handprint legacy business, to scale your income and impact, to be the good queen for your people, the one they will honor for years to come. The Queen's Mastermind is only open for enrollment at our live event, Handprint Legacy, each year. But over the course of the next several weeks, I'm going to introduce you to several queens, both modern-day queens and historic queens, and the impact that they have had and still are making on the world as we know it. We're going to see what we can learn from them as we lead our people in the modern-day marketplace. Being a good queen is not just about how you dress or what you do. It's also about how you believe and who you are becoming. So I hope you'll tune in to the next several episodes of this mini-series about becoming the good queen. Hello, my name is PJ Petaniak. Since becoming a queen, many doors have opened for me, including this very business, which I just made official, My confidence has increased so much in myself and in my tech skills. This has led me to increase my teaching slots by four times. I went from 20 to over 80 since becoming a queen. God is so good. The website for my business is www.wonderandgracelifecoaching.com. Hey, my friend, it's Katie. Have you ever wanted to be queen? Well, I remember when my daughter turned 13 and she said, Mom, I want a curling iron and a crown for my 13th birthday. But you know, a trip to London to see the castle and the Eiffel Tower in France, that would be cool too. (laughs) Well, there's something inside each of us, isn't there, that wants to be special, that wants to be queen, that maybe wants to dress up or to have a certain recognition to accurately own the world, right? There's a queen deep inside every one of us. I'm a firm believer of that. We all have dreams. We all dream of being in charge. Maybe it's being in charge of your own schedule. Maybe it is being in charge of your own business, your own company. We dream of being a queen in our spheres of influence. And yet, sometimes we don't think about the power and the responsibility that comes with that position. Each of us are queens in our own spheres already. You're queen of your home, you're queen of your car, you're queen to your dog or your pet. So in this Queen's mini-series, we're going to be talking about being the queen in your own realm of influence, in your family, in your friends, your co-workers, your neighbors, your your Sunday school class, the virtual assistants you hire on a project-by-project basis, the quilting class, the watercolor painting class, the, I don't know, surfing class that you're a part of, but definitely in this business that God has gifted you. 
And so we all have this thing inside of us that makes us want to be queen as a woman. Um, And I firmly believe that you have people who are looking to you, who are influenced by you. They're looking to you for certain things. Now, they may not bow and call you her majesty like my son did when he was six, um, but they're definitely looking to you for leadership, right? They're, they're looking to you uh, to be the, the leader, to be the one that they look up to, that they take direction from. Well, in 1951, a man you may all know of had a very rocky relationship with his own stepmother um, and decided to tell a story to the world. But he decided to tell a story to the world that the world would never forget. And that was the story of Cinderella. And what we have learned from his popularized version of this European folktale is that a true queen is good and kind, even if her subjects are just talking mice. It's not what's on the outside. It's what's on the inside that makes you a queen. That's what makes you royalty. It's not the dress. It's not the shoes. It's not the carriage. All of that disintegrates in a few hours or in a lifetime. But it's what's on the inside that counts. And he told every woman, every girl, every teenager who watches that movie that you are a queen. It's just up to you to decide if you're going to be a good queen or an evil one. And each of us has the same decision in our own realm of influence. I want you to think about some of the queens of the past. Who are some of the queens that you remember studying in history? Were they good? Were they bad? What did they use their influence to achieve? What do we remember about them? One of the ones that comes to my mind is Queen Esther. She was brave, committed. She was clever about how to handle her situation. She had to know good from evil. She used her beauty, yes, but she used it for the good of the people. She used the outside of her to show what was on the inside, right? And some characteristics that came out that we're talking about here in terms of of Esther as an example are confidence, boldness, bravery, maybe generosity, discernment, right? All of these things are character qualities of a good queen, not necessarily a pretty queen, but a good queen. Regardless of what we look like or what shoes we have or don't have on our feet, we can choose to be a good queen. It doesn't matter if you have a crown on your head or not. You can begin to implement these things today. But before I get into that, I want to tell you a little story about confidence. When my oldest was about three and a half years old, I had her, I had an infant, I was pregnant again with my third, and I was at home all day, just the three of us. And somebody had given my daughter one of those little plastic crowns, you know, like the dollar store crowns that have that, the little comb on them that you just stick in your hair, right? And so one day we were playing princesses and we were uh, sweeping and cleaning downstairs or doing something. We were just having a good time doing what we normally did every day. And I totally forgot that I had that plastic crown on my head. Now we lived in a a cul-de-sac at the end of the street and nobody hardly ever came by because we were way down at the end, right? this little walled-in neighborhood. And uh, very rarely did we ever have a visitor. But today, there happened to be a knock at the door. And we got a package. And so there's this knock at the door, and I very confidently go and swing open the door. And the delivery guy kind of takes a step back and looks at me. 
and uh, hands me the thing to sign. So I signed it and I said, thank you, took the package, very confidently swing the door shut. And as I turn around, I caught my reflection in the mirror in the entryway and realized that I still had that plastic crown on my head. And I was like, oh, (laughs) well, that explains why he looked at me like I had four heads or something, right? But that's what we're talking about. We're talking today about how to have the confidence that says, I'm the queen. I'm the queen. The confidence to to show up and be you in every situation that the Lord presents. And so if this is your realm, we want to have that confidence. The one that says, I'm not backing down. This is this is my palace. This These are my people. And this is what I get to do. And so today, the first queen that came to mind really when I was thinking about a confident queen is Cleopatra. I know there, there's a whole move, movie, a love story about her. I'm not talking about that Cleopatra. I'm talking about the queen of queens. She practically ruled the entire continent during her lifetime. She made relationships with other countries. She knew what she was, and she strategically chose people who would surround her as she ruled. She was not one who would back down. She had confidence. And one of the things that was strategic for her was her ability to know her weaknesses. It was her awareness of where she was weak. Cleopatra didn't kid herself about what she could and could not do. She was one of the first woman rulers ever in this area of the world, and she surrounded herself very much on purpose with the people who could edify her, the people who would make up for the weak weak areas that she had or would make up for the knowledge that she didn't have or the experience that she didn't have, the people who would come in and make her complete, so to speak. She pulled in allies. She specifically surrounded herself strategically with the people who could fill that hole that she knew she didn't have. And that's how she remained so strong in her power as a queen for so long because of those strategic alliances and strategic positions of the people around her. And so when you think about your message and your mission and your calling, do you know your abilities? Are you confident in your own strengths and confident in your weaknesses? It takes a strong person to say, yeah, I can't do that. (laughs) That's not my skill, right? Like we all sort of have this thing that's like, oh yeah, I could do that. I could do that, right? But what about the things that you really can't do? You need to be confident enough to own that as well and to say, you know what? That is not my zone of genius. Who could I find that could fill that hole, right? When you realize that you don't have that ability or that talent, you don't just let it go by. You strategically align yourself with people who believe in you, believe in your kingdom, in your mission and vision, believe in what you are going after, and you put those people into strategic positions to balance out your weaknesses so that you can be united and strong in your kingdom and your sphere of influence, the work that God has called you to do. So for example, in your home, you're matched up with a partner, right? They're not usually the same as you. That's uh, for a reason. <laughs> you know, in our in our marriage, in our home, my husband is strong where I am weak and where he is weak or where he is not the best at things, then I'm usually strong in that area. It also works emotionally, right? The days that he's having a bad day, I'm usually on a good day and can cheer him up and vice versa. We work together with our strengths and weaknesses. You know, as a family, we have lived almost 14 years now in another country physically separated like countries away from our extended family and our support group. And some days that's a really good thing. (laughs) And some days it's not. But what it has done for us is it has made our marriage strong. 
it's made us work together to know each other so well because of all that we've been through, right? It All it takes is a look for me to know that something's off with him or for him to know that something's off with me. We can read each other that well. We almost know each other's thoughts. And we know when we need to take time away from the kids so we can talk privately about something in the family or the business. We know uh, when we need to come together and present a united front so that we can come back to the business or the, the children and say, this is our decision and nobody can pit one against the other, right? Knowing our strengths and weaknesses has brought us to the point where we can now make decisions together, united, based on what we believe God is leading us to do, rather than on what others are going to say or push for, right? And so we can stand together, united. That's what God wants to do with you in your business. And it comes with it being confident in both those strengths and those weaknesses, You've got to know as a queen what God has gifted you in. What is your zone of genius? What are the things that you are good at? Where is your specific talent that he's invested in you? And how can you use that for the good of your people? And likewise, the weaknesses. Where do you find people who can fill in the holes for that? A good book that I've just started reading this week is Who Not How. And it's specifically talking about finding those people who can fill in those weaknesses for you and do the things that you know you are not the best at. So you've got time to do the things that you are best at. This is one of the ways that we become a good queen. So if you enjoyed this, I hope that you will leave us a comment, share it with a friend, and uh, we look forward to coming back again. I have no clue how long this series will be. But I'm really looking forward to diving in deep to a lot of these different queenly characteristics that can set you apart in the marketplace as a queen in your business. Are you stuck in your office spinning your wheels? Is it time for you to get away from the business so you can focus on the business? Maybe a retreat. The Get Out of the Boat Christian Business Retreat is happening April 30th, and I would love for you to be there and have a chance to recharge your batteries with us. Join me and my husband for this one-day virtual event where we can come together online to refresh, refocus, and help you find the joy again in doing this business that God's created you to do. You know, God walked us down the path from foreign missionaries surviving below the poverty line all the way to becoming a six-figure business owner. Our ministry opportunities through our business now far outweigh the ones we had as full-time ministers. And the business provides for our family and is so much more fun. I hope you'll join us on April 30th and let us show you how to walk out your faith in your business with joy and confidence. Come attend with us from anywhere. It'll be from 11 a.m. to 7 p.m.-ish on Friday, April 30th. And you can get all the info and register for your ticket right now over at getoutoftheboat.com. We can't wait to see you there. I want to honor you for taking time to invest in yourself and your business by listening in today. The Forest Success Podcast is brought to you by Katie Horner of handprintlegacy.com. Wherever you're listening, please leave us a comment or review. For show notes and links to the resources mentioned in today's episode, visit www.forestsuccesspodcast.com. And remember, your message matters.
You've been so caught up in figuring out how to market your business the quote right way, you found yourself overwhelmed and your dream a little muddied. What if a simple mindset reset could help you realign your vision, refine your expectations, and revive that dream for your business? I'm Katie Horner, author of The Flamingo Advantage, and for two decades, I've been teaching business owners just like you how to make your business and marketing decisions with faith, with clarity, and with purpose, empowering God's people to live out their best worship through the business. My framework teaches how to realign your mindset and your business practices with God's Word so that you no longer operate in fear or lack of criticism, but in confidence and powerful intention. I'd love to invite you to grab a free copy of my book, Just Pay Shipping, at freeflamingobook.com. You, my friend, have an advantage, and your uniqueness helps you live out God's purpose for you in the world. freeflamingobook.com.